Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. And I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. Hey, y'all, make sure to catch... All right. I got to make it convincing. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Sam. I don't think Jim would mind if we just talk about a little school dropping out. Uh, education. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I was reading a paragraph the other day that said a little bit of learning can be dangerous. And uh, because today's job market, the smaller your education, the smaller your chances for success. True. So um, I would like to tell our friends, uh, don't be a dropout. Drop out of school today. You have less education than most machines. <laughs> That's just a, uh, a, a headache. Yeah, a little promise. figure of speech there, but really, it's a true thing. Yeah, it, it doesn't sell. Uh, doesn't sell the dull, dirty, or uh, the low-paying jobs. Right. You know. Right. But if we stay in school and try to get that education, the kids now really, they really do want to stay in school now. You know, and the ones that don't want to stay in school, watching the ones that are going, going to, school, to school, they really want to get on in there right. because it's so much right. happening. Right. Look, you, look, you're getting your studies, you're getting a chance you to play so with sports. Things. It's so, so many, many beautiful things in school that you can do, you know. So, uh, girls and boys, this is Sam. And I'm Dave. And we would like to say to you, don't, don't be a dropout, stay in school.
Good evening. Hyvää as we say in Finland. Welcome back to school, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies, the show normally found on this time, and cinematically inspired, found on Vancouver's academic community radio station, C-I-T-R. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. And I actually can possibly hear myself through the headphones. So, progress at last. CITR broadcasts an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the Stuart Nest on UBC campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. Uh, from Squamish to Bellingham, West Pass Point Grain and dipping south across the Salish Sea. And our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space, for as long as this planet and the station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down, well into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. And I will tell you, as a new telesubscriber, they're really pushing the TV stuff. So, of course, that involves me being home. I'm really enjoying it that way when not working. Otherwise, in all these places that the internet takes you, you can find us on the web. Live streams, podcast dreams, a wide array of articles that we associate with our companion magazine Discorder. That website is www.citr.ca. There you can find the Exploding Hit Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode once it is fully published, along with past ones. And you can find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. And you can also find Exploding Hit Movies on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Chefcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your headmaster for the next two hours to prepare for some stern lessons here. And whatever sort of tomfoolery may occur. You should have received your complimentary newly regulatory yardstick in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, stitch up those slide rules that you totally have, and I'm sure we can measure something appropriately. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. That spells out UBC CITR after the area code. If you do call, give me plenty of time to answer. Because we are totally navigating waters that we've not dealt with in a while. But if you do, keep it short, sweet, and to the point. You can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Hit Movies is on Facebook under its given name. And you can follow me on Twitter at 100air and on Instagram. I am myopic man so since i was off last monday for labor day and regular listeners would have heard a repeat of one of the all ambient episodes that we've been doing since the pandemic started um at least that should have given a tease for what was then an odd school year but looking around campus right now and looking inside from the lower levels of the student nest almost feeling like a kind of like a normal school year. I mean, obviously, there are hand sanitizers everywhere. Masks are being worn. Not fully sure about the status of checking of immunization quite yet, but there's a sense that we are on top of things. So 
If you are new on campus, welcome. Hopefully this is the start of an excellent school career for you. You will find out what you like to study. You will find new friends or other people who share those interests. You get to participate in some of the social activities and clubs around here. And who knows? You may affiliate with CITR. As is my understanding on current policies right now, there are going to be tours offered shortly, but they will be done at noon when the office is occupied by staff. But yes, this is a good time of year. Let's bone up and train how to get on air. If not, you can always write for Discorder magazine. Maybe you can draw, photograph, interview people. There's a lot of culture to be experienced in this town. This show, amidst everything that it tries to do as a one-man variety show, uh, does a soundtrack profile each week. And uh, this time around, we're going to focus on the music from Montreal's Arcade Fire. They also collaborate extensively with Owen Pallet, and uh, the official release to their soundtrack to the 2013 film Her finally came out this year. So we'll listen to some of the cues I have not shared since I profiled it last. But we'll also hear some cues from an unreleased score, and that's going back to 2009 with a psychological thriller called The Box. So we started with the legendary soul duel Sam and Dave telling them the PSA from 1967 to stay in school, and you can find that on the Sweat and Soul Anthology. And that was also mixed with Wynne Butler and Regine Chassagne from Arcade Fire, along with One Pallet, with the opening from the soundtrack to The Box. Then we heard White Denim with an album recorded last year in the midst of the pandemic, World as a Waiting Room. And the song we heard was Queen of the Quarantine. And behind me, sort of as the last gasp of summer. I mean, we definitely have a week left officially, at least when it comes to how the sun moves around and the earth tilts. But you can find this off the 2020 compilation from uh, The Last Gas Station, or La Gasta. Late Summer Compilation, Volume 10, Part 2. This is Inigo Vontier with Lugar Querido. And yes, as you can imagine, as part of the variety of things we do, we will focus at least some songs tied to changing the seasons. As we'll get a little weird touch upon some topical things, some brief people recently passed away. But we'll go with a band here out of North Vancouver to kick things off. They're called Grade School. And earlier this year, they put out a 7-inch called Keep You Sane through a great local label as well, too, Kingfisher Blues. And this is something that we should slowly start preparing for as part of our wardrobes. We'll definitely be wearing shorts for a while. But here's Grade School with Favorites Sweater. You're now listening to Exploding Heaven Movies Live of the Realms of Studio A. That radio station, they'll teach you a couple things. This is CITR. 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Out of Queens, New York, that was UVTV and off of a wonderful album that came out this summer called Always Something. We heard Overcast Forever. Something if you're new into the Pacific Northwest. Uh, this only lasts about eight months and I'm sure it only start maybe like Wednesday or something like that. But, you know, you'll get used to it. This is the time of creative studies, indoor activities, a little hygge as they say in Denmark, about nesting. But, yeah, you can find glory to be wherever you can. It's of the appropriate Gore-Tex or appropriate material to keep yourself, keeping the water wicking away. If not, you can always go to the endowment lands or Pacific Spirit and bask in that. Behind me, Danny Elfman with the main theme from the 1986 comedy Back to School, starring Rodney Dangerfield. And you can find this off of Elfman's Music for a Darkened Theater, film and theater, film and television music, volume one. And from this, we hop over to Nigeria with Madhu Mokhtar. And uh, this album feels like it was done in like a field recording around a campsite somewhere in Western Africa. Off of the 2021 album Afrique Victime, this is Madhu Mokhtar. Wataliat, otherwise then we will get a little Turkish, and then we'll talk about Afghanistan, since that has been in the news as of late.
gitti. Gitti falan gitti. So we started off something with Western Saharan Tuareg language. We heard Madhu Maktar with a song that translates as woman. We heard Taliat off of this year's Afrique Victim. Then we went to the Netherlands via Turkey. The band's called Alten Gun, and from this year's album Yol, which translates from Turkish as Road, we heard a traditional song from the Anatolian city of Kayseri, and we heard Yekte. Atlan Gun features a little bit of a Turkish connection, but it's mostly Dutch musicians inspired by some of the psychedelic and other spirited music from Turkey from the 1970s, and they just started doing covers of it, and they've pulled out some wonderful gems there. There's even one song that I've played in the past as a remix that they do a great job on. So... It's always good to hear different languages, especially to brace the musicality of other regions. 
kind of connects in what we'll shortly talk about. But uh, in the background here, this is Nicholas Bertel. And from his score to the 2018 film Vice, talking about Vice President Dick Cheney from 2000 to 2008. This is the war in Afghanistan and his magnum opus. We've done a past profile on Bertel since his score to If Beale Street Could Talk was nominated for an Oscar back in 2019, so you can look up that profile in Exploding Head Movies, episode 442. And Brittel has been quite prolifically busy, and his reputation speaks for itself. If you've caught TV series like Barry Jenkins' epic The Underground Railroad, or then the recent Disney live-action version of 101 Dalmatians featuring the villain Cruella, or then Italian Studies and the upcoming film Don't Look Up. He worked on those. So, outstanding stuff. And of course, Afghanistan has been in the news, mostly after about 20 years. The various forces learned what uh, the Russians learned or the Soviet Union learned in the 1980s in that, you know, you can't be an occupying force, especially with well-organized militia that uh, you partially funded to fight those Soviets. That would be the Taliban now in power and the various fiefdoms that run throughout Afghanistan. So at this point, the retreat has been dealt with and some people are upset with what's going on there, but they should have been upset for quite some time of what's happening there. But at this point, if there's ways of helping, maybe there are other avenues to pursue. This song harkens back, I think, to the 1950s. Uh, this was found on a recent uh, compilation called Excavated Shellac, an al alternate history of the world's music. So if you think about world music and what you associate with, and, uh, you know, it normally ascribes to a certain sound type, but there's been a lot of recorded music from various regions around the world for over a century. And this piece is very traditional so we'll try to find exact information about it. Uh, regular listeners know that usually this show is more well-prepared and researched, but uh, I'm still in the midst of moving and packing and working and stuff, and things aren't going as smoothly as we think. But at the very least, we can still share music. So this will be Pekan, and this song is Kalyal Dilbar. Manis Pop 
a reliable and affordable used bike? Need a repair or service to your current ride? Come to the Bike Kitchen, UBC's full-service community bike shop, located in room 36 of the UBC Life Building. Our hours are Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you buy a bike from us, bring it back when you're done using it and we'll give you half of your money back as long as you took care of it. If it needs repairs, we'll split the cost with you. Yep, you heard us right. We'll give you crisp dollar bills for half the original price of any used bike that you buy from us, minus the cost of repairs. For more information about our buyback policy and to stay up to date on any COVID-19 inspired changes, find us online at thebikekitchen.com. Time for the shifting of gears. We're moving away from archaic 1950s Afghanistan music to some wonderful Disney bits. Of course, it's tied to some sad news in the world. But here we go. Let's go under the sea. Percussion. Strings. Winds. Words. There you see her sitting there across the way. She don't got a lot to say, but there's something about her 
and you don't know why, but you're dying to try. You wanna kiss the girl. Yes, you want her. Look at her, you know you do. Possible she wants you to. There is one way to ask her. It don't take a word, not a single word. Go on and kiss the girl. Sing with me now. Sha la 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 by your mind. Look like the boy too shy. Ain't gonna kiss the girl. Sha la 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 la. It that sad. It is a shame. Too bad. You gonna miss the girl. Nothing like having sea life telling you to impose upon somebody, and maybe love will be there. From the soundtrack to the renaissance of Disney animated films from 1989's The Little Mermaid, the song written by Al Menken and Howard Ashman, known for the time on Broadway and helping to resuscitate the Disney brand, because I can tell you the animated films of the 70s and the dark 80s were pretty bleak. I mean, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was definitely a glorious pivot. We heard Kiss the Girl, as sung by Sebastian the Crab, voiced by Samuel E. Wright. And he was also the singer of the other big song, which won the Academy Award for Best Original Song, Under the Sea. And the film won various other Oscars as well, too. I strained my neck to load everything up here. But yes, two Academy Awards, Best Original Score and Best Original Song. Samuel E. Wright played Sebastian the Crab throughout various sequels and spin-offs. Back when Disney was doing that with direct-to-video things, people attracted to the original story and then getting the weird little knockoff, milking that public domain. Now they're just remaking the films as, you know, live action or CGI. 
But Sammy Lee Wright kept a strong connection with Disney. He was the original Mufasa in the Broadway version of The Lion King. But he also put out his own music, including the 1973 single, There's Something Funny Going On. Alas, Samuel E. Wright had prostate cancer and he died on May 24th this year at his home at the age of 74. And behind me, more Disney. Oh, this is the uh, Pixar. This is Michael Giacchino. From his score to up, this is Carl Goes Up. We profiled the music from up in the past when it was up for Oscars back in 2010. This episode will be episode 570, if you're curious. But back in episode 3 and episode 8, when it was nominated and then won, Michael Giacchino. Carl was voiced by Ez Asner, and you knew him as an actor known as Lou Grant, along appearing as that character in a self-titled drama, but also in the 1970 sitcom Mary Tyler Moore. He played Santa in the movie Elf. And then uh, you may have seen him in Cobra Kai. He was also a long-standing activist for uh, unions when it came to acting. And he also did a whole bunch of other stuff, too. But alas, he died of natural causes on August 29th this year at the age of 91. We'll talk about a few other deaths later on in the show. But uh, for now, I do want to pivot over to one of the esteemed parts of Canadian music because uh, the Polaris Prizes will be handed out later this month. There are 10 nominees for this year, as they are every year. And in past episodes, we've profiled music from the nominated albums tied to Liana Berasimosake Simpson, Bleat, or sorry, Zune. I apparently decided to stack <laughs> what's the album and what's the artist, but yeah. Zune, The Weather Station, and DJ SB. There are six acts to still share with you, leading up to do the prizes handed out Ah, oh, two weeks from now. So we're going to focus on three this week. We'll do it in a chunk of two here. And we'll start off with Montreal's Dominique Filzaime. And her most recent album, which is nominated for Polaris Prize, is Three Little Words. And it was inspired as part of a trilogy towards the history of African-American music. So this definitely harkens to a bit of the 40s and 50s. Almost a little doo y but uh, sort of like early R&B, or at least back in the day, known as Rhythm and Blues. So, from Three Little Words, here's Dominic Filzame with Fall and All. I want to wrap my mind around your little finger Cause if you leave, I fall can tell the past is putting pressure on me to feel should I get away from it all why would I stay Watch me fall. 
All right, two of the Polaris Prize nominees this year. We first heard Dominique Fils-Aimé. Definitely more torch songy instead of uh, rhythm and blues there, but still hearkening and whatnot. We heard Fall in All, often nominated Three Little Words. And then from Saint-Anne-des-Monts, en Québec, we heard Chloé Pelletier-Gagnon, although she records as Chloé Pelgag. Off her nominated album 2020's Notre-Dame de Cette Douleur, we heard Remora, a song talking about the fish that hangs off a shark and harkens to a part of A Hundred Years of Solitude, the novel by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, which she read and helped inspire it. So it was one of the, Remora was one of the singles that came out as part of the launch of Notre Dame de Cette Douleur. Very dramatic stuff. And the video is quite engaging, too. In the background, this is Sus, and off the 2020 album Promise, This Is Home. And one of the members of Sus recently passed away. Kind of moving, elegaic-type guitar work. Almost feels like we should have a western here. And Dory, in an upcoming episode, we'll get into some more Ennio Morricone. But I'm overdue on actually doing a country and western episode. And obviously my twang has come back. My Colorado drawl, as it were. For everyone who found it all those times I was talking too fast, they thought I was too excited. Of course, then the voice dropped as well, and here we are. Three of the other Polaris Prize nominees that we'll look at for next week will be Mustafa's music from When Smoke Rises, the OBGMs with The Ends, and then Toby with Elements Volume 1. Those three albums I still have to track down. We'll share that for you and then two weeks this Monday. The winner of the 2021 Polaris Prize will be announced. A ceremony will be held in Toronto. And it happens at the same time as this show. So we'll be reacting quickly once I know who the winner is, I will dig up a song off of the then-winning album. But we do have one more Polaris Prize nominee to profile this week. Originally out of Edmonton, but based in Toronto now, it's Cadence Weapon. He's worked with many a fine folk in the past. And earlier this year, he put out his latest album, fifth studio album called Parallel World. Definitely explores a lot of modern topics. And here's Cadence Weapon with Skyline. Sunshine, so I hold in the skyline. Read about it in a headline. 
I don't recognize the skyline. No, I can't see the sunshine. No, I can't see the sunshine. No, I can't see the sunshine. The powers that be, they trick us. Loopholes to evict us. Slum lords in effect, raising a rent. Then they blame the victims. The city tears down encampments. My neighbors bought a place in Hamilton. Tents right next to the mansions. They acting like it isn't happening. City planners never plan for us. Mayor Tory doesn't ride the bus or ride a bike or ride for us. So how can he understand what we want? Forward nations for the corporations, but he don't care about the public. Whenever we ask for what we need, they say there's no room in the budget. I don't recognize the skyline, and I can't see the sunshine. Saw a hole in the skyline, read about it in a headline. I don't recognize the skyline, no, I can't see the sunshine. No, I can't see the sunshine. No, I can't see the sunshine. Feeling lost in the lonely, meaningless cyberweb? Looking to connect with other users? Then plug in to a CITR collective. Meet users who are compatible with your interests and passions. CITR's mainframe offers nine unique collectives. News, arts, accessibility, sports, persons of color, indigenous, gender empowerment, LGBTQ2SIA+, and music affairs. CITR collectives are where you can make great radio, great friends, and avoid the abject loneliness of life in the cyber void.
You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from the lower levels of the UBC student nest. West Pass Point Gray. That's the endowment lands. And if you haven't been to UBC campus in a while, or if it's your first time, definitely has grown as a city. Originally, this is Musqueam territory. It was unseated. And this university is in partnership with our First Peoples as part of bringing you education, cultural matters, and we stand on unceded territory, mindful of what we need to do to reconcile what we have. My name is Gak, and what we just heard was Halsey, with a concept album about the positives and negatives of pregnancy and childbirth, off of their awesomely titled album, if I can't have love, I want power. We heard honey. The album definitely leans more industrial, which is appropriate since uh, Halsey hired Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross from Nine Inch Nails to produce. And other tracks on the album feature guests like Dave Grohl on the drums from Foo Fighters and Nirvana. And then Lindsey Buckingham, formerly of Fleetwood Mac. There's a lot of news right now about why he got fired a few years ago. I'll leave it to that. If you're curious, there's not only an album tied to If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, but Halsey also has a film. It's appearing in select IMAX theaters, directed by Colin Tilley. Also inspired by visions of the original Madonna. The Virgin Mary. And all that. And as the days get darker here, We'll dig up some of the more buzzier industrial acts or songs off of that album because I do love hearing it. So it's great to hear pop kind of twisted that way. Behind me, this is the British Museum Tristan Bath, although he recorded this when he was living in Toronto. And then it eventually appeared on a Vietnamese, or, no, Viennese, Viennese, Austrian. Vienna's in Austria, right? Vietnam's not in Austria or Australia. Great note-taking on my part here. Anyways, the label is of Austria. The musician is based out of the UK. But this was released through the Toronto label, which I've now <laughs> lost in my browser history here. Anyways, the act's called Missing Organs, and the label's called Power Moves. And off the 2014 album Undiscovered, this is Requiem for an Open Return. Something that we basically now have here on UBC campus as things have come back to life here. I believe virtual options do exist for those who do not want to be in closed spaces. And hopefully you're one of those types that does not want to be protesting outside a hospital trying to save lives. Just because you have been inconvenienced. Anyways, as we struggle with a lot of things here, uh, let's get some new music from Mary Davidson. Although this is remixed by Jesse Lanza. And it appeared as one of the singles in support of the album that Marie Davidson released with Loal Nu recently. And, of course, in the midst of researching and finding things out through Bandcamp, a new series of singles will be coming out called Persona. So I have to dig into that. So here's the Jesse Lanza remix of Marie Davidson and Loal Nu's song, Renegade Breakdown.
The act was formed specifically to record that cover of Tom Waits' Way Down in the Hole as part of season four of the HBO series The Wire. With Ivan Ashford, Markel Steele, Cameron Brown, Tariq Al-Sabir, and Avery Bargas, they recorded as Dommage. And that was their take. Way Down in the Hold, found on the compilation The Wire and All the Pieces That Matter. Five years of music from The Wire that came out in 2008. One thing I discovered is that Tom Rates, who wrote that for his album Frank's Wild Years in 1987, inspired Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds to record the Peaky Blinders theme, Red Right Hand. Before we down in the hole, we heard Latif Lawal and Omari Foreman Bay react to Omar coming, also from The Wire. Omar Little, portrayed by Michael Kenneth Williams. Great actor, also played Chalky White on Boardwalk Empire, recently seen in Lovecraft Country. Known for a scar across his face, even though all he wanted to do was be a backup dancer for Janet Jackson. But in the end, he became a striking, charismatic figure. And Omar Litter, Little, 
was one of the most pronounced and distinct charismatic characters, despite being a drug dealer who killed other drug dealers. Alas, Michael Kenneth Williams died of a suspected overdose at his home in Brooklyn on September 6th this year at the age of 50 before, gone way too soon. At least it sounds like there's a couple other films or TV shows left that will show him. Now behind me, this is Mickey Theodorakis, and from the soundtrack to the 1969 film Z, this is finale, Toyolesta Peri, otherwise known in English as Life Goes On. We've profiled this Greek composer in the past, specifically Zed, in Exploding Heavies episode 82 from September 2011. And Mickey Theodorakis was a major political figure in Greek history as uh, being very left-wing. I mean, a lot of people portrayed him as a communist, but at the same time, uh, he was dealing with the far-right junta that took over Greece from 1967 to 1974. So he wrote a lot of songs and music in protest, and it got him banned. But uh, he was Greece's best-known living composer up until recently. And we're going to listen to two other pieces written by him. And we're going to go back from the 1973 score to Serpico, starring Andy Garcia as a whistleblowing cop. And uh, this was reissued as part of Record Store Day last year through the We Want Sounds label. And we did a profile then, Exploding Hit Movies 523. We're recording from home. So here's Mikis Theodorakis with Show Shop Vinyl. And then we'll listen to perhaps his most famous bit of music, which you can hear in a Greek tavernas. No matter where you go, it starts off slow, and then everyone dances. We'll get to that soon.
Egyptian guitarist Omar Khorshid off of his 1977 album With Love, Volume 1. That was him playing Mikis Theodorakis' famous theme to the 1964 film Zorba the Greek, featuring its Sertaki dance. That's as close as I could find to the actual version that appeared in the film. Most of the time you hear it on a bazooki. It's been used throughout. If you go to a Greek restaurant, you've probably heard it in one way or another. If not, well, we've played it two other covers in the past over the 13 and a half years I've been on air, including one that appeared in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels as things were going sideways. Mikis Theodorakis died on September 2nd this year at the age of 96. He'd been ailing for a little while. And yes, I need to dig up some more music from other worlds, especially when it ties to film. Speaking of film, let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week, since this is something we try to do every week and collate it. I've been moving stuff around my show since I showed up a little late and screwed things up, but at the very least, some of this probably came out while I was out last week, but some of these may be available out this Friday. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. So... As new or recent releases go, the video game Battlefield 2042 is scored by the Oscar-winning cellist Hilda Gufnadotter. She's joined by Sam Slater, and that music's coming out through EA Music. Adam Robertson's music from Bloody Summer Camp will be self-released. This one has caught my interest, and Robert A.A. Lowe does the music to the remake of Candyman. That's coming out through Raxwork Records. I might try to profile that next month as part of the Halloween horror series that we do here on Exploding Hit Movies, joined by the Philip Glass original from the 80s. Volumes 1 and 2 of Carlos Jose Alvarez's music from Cocaine Cowboys, The Kings of Miami is coming out through Music Music Publishing, Clinton Shorter's music from Cop Shops coming out through Sony Classical, Cry Machos scored by Mark Mancini, it's coming out through Water Tower Music, and that label is also putting out the digital release of Hans Zimmer's music from Dune, which I'm totally looking forward to seeing in the theaters, and my sure profile of that, and then Toto's original. We'll see. Dan Gillespie sells, and Ann Dudley provide the music to everyone's talking about Jamie. That's coming out through Universal and Island Records. Lionel Cohen's score from I Love Us this is coming through DNA Productions. Joseph Bashara scores Malignant. That's coming out through Water Tower Music. And of God is scored by Zygniew Preisner. It's coming out through Caldera Records. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Original score by Joel P. West is coming through Hollywood Records, and the song album is coming out through Interscope. Wild Indian, scored by Gavin Brivik, that we self-released, and then Nico Mooley, scores Worth. That's coming out through Film Tracks Music. On the re-release front, you're going to find the soundtracks for these films and TV series again. Banksy and the Rise of the Outlaw Art, an expanded edition of The Burbs, Camille Claudel, a remastered version of the score from I Castello di Morti Vivi. The Dawn is Dead. Get my Italian back here again with La Morte Viene Dalno Sparzio. And limited editions of Monster Go Home and Mystery Men. So those are just some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. And the background here. As we run out of this little cue, this is an instrumental from the Arcade Fire, going back to their 2001 demos that appeared in something called In the Attic. And this was back 
before the funeral days, and they were just basically an indie act doing what they can. Uh, at the very least, the members that were part of the recording here that we know are Wynne Butler and then Regine Chassagne. And you think about past members that were also appearing there, like Josh Dew, who still works with them as a visual artist, and multi-instrumentalist Tim Kyle, later of Wild Light, bassist Miles Brosco, later of AIDS Wolf, guitarist and drummer Dane Mills, later of Crackpot, and then Brendan Reed, also a multi-instrumentalist, founder of Clues. We're going to listen to one other demo from that little release. Here's Arcade Fire with Can't Let Go of You, and then we'll listen to some recent music from some of the members as part of side projects before we get into the scores that we're talking about, which will be The Box and Her. Here's Arcade Fire on Exploding Head Movies.
Slice of Life Art and Gift Shop is Vancouver's choicest destination for one-of-a-kind artist-made prints, posters, screen prints, riso prints, paintings, acrylic paintings, watercolour paintings, ceramic mugs, ceramic plates, ceramic bowls, ceramic pots, lapel pins, hats, toques, crochet bathing suits, jewellery, trinkets, knickknacks, hand-painted signs, curated thrift, and a bunch more stuff that won't fit in this designated block of airtime. Slice of Life Art and Gift Shop, located at 1636 Venables, just off commercial, open 11 to 6, six days a week. Join us every other Wednesday from 6.30 to 8pm for Sam Squanch's Hideaway with your host, Anita B., as she plays all Canadian music with a focus on indie rock and pop.
Richard Reed Perry, you might know from the band Arcade Fire. Also makes music on his own. His most recent is what we heard there from his score to the 2021 film The Nest. We heard Perry with The House. The Nest, not referring to UBC Student Nest, but uh, a location where the characters played by Jude Law and Carrie Coon end up, and that's in Surrey. Surrey, England, not Surrey, BC. The film was directed by Sean Durkin. It's a psychological thriller. As a British husband and his American wife end up moving to the UK, and strange things start happening. There's also Arcade Fire Connection here as we move from the house to house music. This is Bell Orchestra, a long-standing part of Arcade Fire when they go live, or at least recording, because they provide a lot of the strings. Here's a Bell Orchestra with movement off of house music. Set it up by Sarah Neufeld. You might know working with the saxophonist Colin Stetson. And somehow, Richard Reed Perry and Sarah Neufeld were not involved in part of the two film scores, at least directly here. And we're going to look at Arcade Fire. We're going to start off with the score to the 2009 film The Box, directed by Richard Kelly. Also did the screenplay, adapted from the short story Button Button, which was the source of a Twilight Zone episode from the 80s. Richard Kelly, we know from the famous film Donnie Darko. Something we have yet to actually profile here on Exploding Head Movies, but we'll try to take care of that one day. The box stars James Marsden, Cameron Diaz, and Frank Langella about a couple who meets a mysterious person who offers them a box that has a button. And there are instructions that upon pressing the button on that box, they will receive a million dollars, except someone that they don't know will die as a result. The score to the box is done by Wim Butler and Virginie Chassag, from Arcade Fire and then another long-standing associate and that's Owen Pallet, formerly known as Final Fantasy. They were asked to do the score and during the editing process they advised Kelly about decisions tied to the film. I'll talk a little bit about why the soundtrack never really came out. So this is associated with a promo that was circulating amongst the soundtrack critics circle. Perhaps as part of award eligibility for your consideration and whatnot. And as we're about to hear, some tense moments that you associate with a thriller. And I focused on at least three cues that show a mix of what they're capable of doing. So from their score to the box, here's Wim Butler, Regine Sersania, and Owa Pallet. And we begin with Arlington.
From their score to the box, we heard Wynn Butler, Regis Chassin, Owen Pallet first off with Arlington. Then we heard Library, and things got quite intense there with little chimes with kidnapping. The film had a mixed reception, made a modest profit at the box office, didn't really enter the conversation that much in pop culture. They weren't expecting another Donnie Darko. Sorely disappointed. But that may be tied into why the Arcade Fire never actually released the soundtrack to that. There was discussion, though, after their monstrous third album, 2010's The Suburbs, that they were going to do that. But uh, there was also additional discussion that the band didn't want to schedule a soundtrack release to distract from their primary music albums. And that's effectively a similar story about what to hear here. In the background, this is Barry Gledden, Tim Riley, and Jason Petter with one of those production music library cues that wound up in the film Her. The song is Racing Turtles. Her is directed and written by Spike Jones, based on a news article that he was reading about people getting falling in love with the virtual assistants on their phone. So that naturally extended into a story starring Joaquin Phoenix about a sad man in the future who writes personal letters on behalf of other people and he falls in love with a virtual assistant on his phone. Originally voiced by Samantha Morton, but during production it was switched to Scarlett Johansson. And we profiled music from her in the past in Exploding Head Movies episode 202 from February 2014 when it was nominated for an Oscar that year. And at that time it was unreleased save for audio files that were posted on a record label website along with promos sent to critics. Of course, everything was downloaded and shared actively since there was no actual release. And that's how I confess how I managed to find something to share with you all back then. Talk at the time was similar to the soundtrack to the box. They wanted to keep us on their focus on the albums at the time of first release. They had just put out their fourth album, 2013's Reflector. But earlier this year, they officially got released from Milan Records. Credited to Will Butler and Owen Pallet only, and that's based on academy regulations about composers at the time but the entire band helped out and director spike jones provided some elements there and the nolan palette provided the string arrangements and helped setting up some of the composition here so i've played a lot of cues in the past i'm going to focus on at least two that i've not shared before and then another cover of a song that appears in the film from their score to her here's arcade fire and nolan palette We'll start off with photograph, but oh, pardon me. I think my phone's about to ring. Thank you. 
So from the soundtrack to the 2013 film Her, we heard Arcade Fire and along with Owen Pallet first off with the piano-based photograph. Then we heard Milk and Honey number two. And then we heard the Oscar-nominated song at that time, written by Karen O of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, but that was performed by Scarlett Johansson and Joaquin Phoenix. That was the film version of the Moon Song, which appeared as a separate single in 2014. Behind me, from an unofficial part out of the soundtrack to her, this is Arcade Fire again without Owen Pallet. This is when you know you're going to die. And we, that first, that set we just heard start off with an uncredited ringtone that we associate with Theodore's phone before Scarlett Johansson takes over. Her did well in the box office and it garnered plenty of award attention. It was nominated for five Oscars, including Best Original Song and Score. Song lost to the unstoppable Let It Go from the film Frozen. And then the score lost to Stephen Price's score to Gravity. But uh, Her did win one Oscar. That was Best Original Screenplay for Spike Jones. Latest from Arcade Fires, 2017's Contentious Everything Now, which has their usual brand of strong songs, but it seemed like the social critique weighed them down. And the relentless social campaign media at the time was left a sour taste, though I didn't need to re-listen to that album since it has been a while. As of last October, Wynn Butler from the band spoke to Rick Rubin on the Broken Records podcast, indicating that two or three albums had been written during the COVID-19 lockdown, and recording was set to have happened in Texas. No word really since then what the band's up to. As for Owen Pallet, their latest album is 2020's Island. Also did the score to the Spaceship Earth. I don't remember if it was a documentary or a biography, but... We did a profile on it last July in Exploding Hit Movies, episode 516. And Owen Pallet will be playing Toronto's long winter music and arts series 10th anniversary party called Together Apart. They'll be this November, along with acts like Adonis Adonis, Bernice, and Fire. That's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up very shortly, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. He'll guide you to around midnight or so. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. 
Next Monday, we're going to look at Ennio Morricone's score from The Great Silence. Or sorry, The Grand Silence. A grande silenzio. Uh, we'll look at the last bit of the Players Prize nominees that I had promised you. Some other recent deaths in the music and film world and some songs about autumn. And yeah, we'll line up a few things in the coming weeks tied to Exode, The Witch, and then October will be our annual Halloween Horror Month. All horror film scores. I have six choices for four Mondays. We'll get that in order for you. We'll close with one last death here. And uh, Mario Pavone was a jazz bassist out of Waterbury, Connecticut. Played with artists like Paul Blay, Bill Dixon, and Stephen Bernstein over his long career. Did European tours in the 60s. Loft jams in New York before heading up his own combos in the 80s with folks like Anthony Braxton, Michael Saron, and Thomas Chapin. Mario Pavone died May 15th this year from carcinoid cancer at the age of 80. And he had one of two albums released this year. And this one is with the Dialect Trio Plus One. So this is Tyshawn Sori on drums, Matt Mitchell on piano, Dave Ballou on trumpet, and then Pavone on bass. From the 2021 album Blue Vertical, here's Mario Pavone and the Dialect Trio Plus One. And this piece, which you'll hear a good portion of, we'll see. This will be face music. You have been listening to Exploding Heavies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Welcome back to school. Remain calm, be kind to each other, and stay safe as this pandemic continues. And please, leave our hospital staff to help people. Don't protest that. See you in seven days. <laughs>